Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It is a Thursday. We are live in Los Angeles, and it's the herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. Jimmy Johnson, Julian Edelman stopped by today. Uh, We'll start our show with a bit more somber tone. J-Mac is joining me as always. Uh, Yesterday I was just at lunch with a boss yesterday in a discussion when the incident happened in Kansas City at the Chiefs Parade. Uh, One uh, shot and killed, 22 injured. So it was a very tense day here today. We had crews, uh, FS1, first things first, was out there. And so as I was having sort of a business meeting, uh, the first 15 minutes was uh, Lachlan Murdoch and my boss talking through it, highly concerned, and it happens a lot in this country. I don't often talk about social situations, but I think today it deserves it. It was the 49th time this year, that's crazy, of a mass shooting. Folks, it's February 15th, 49th time. It's happened in 19 states. Point fingers all you want. It's happening everywhere. I traveled abroad the last couple of years, uh, took my wife to Italy, uh, went with my son to Iceland. In Iceland, we had a really nice man. He asked me at one point about the American gun violence, and I said, it's us. It's who we are. It's what we tolerate. I grew up with a stepdad, very decent guy. He was a hunter, and he owned a gun. My dad didn't. My stepdad did. He was very, very responsible. We had this little room off the kitchen. I didn't go into much, no reason to. He kept his guns in there in a cabinet. Every time I would wander near it, I would hear a stern voice. What are you doing in there? I stopped going in there. His name was Irvin. Short nickname was Erp. Very responsible gun owner. So were all his friends. 
I've had adult friends who carry guns, often for security. Not a lot of hunters I know. Again, very responsible. In fact, I was thinking this morning, driving to work, I've never known in my life an irresponsible gun owner. And I don't know what you do with a lone wolf scenario, three people reportedly in Kansas City, but it's happening globally. I'm not really into the blaming thing. That's what the media does. They tend to blame conservatives. I'm here to argue Democrats like their guns too. Democrats will ship off $83 billion to help somebody else abroad. How about just fix the gun issue? I don't want to blame. I just want it solved. We've had an exploding homeless issue, especially here on the West Coast where we have mild winters. For over a decade, we've thrown billions at it. I don't trust my politicians. They can't solve it. We have southern border immigration issues. Look what Texas and Arizona go through daily. We throw billions at that. Our politicians can't solve that either. I don't live in fear. It's not really who I am, but I do live more cautiously. I don't go to malls. I rarely go to a theater. If I do, aisle seat. Where's the exit? Same with concerts. It's all I look for. Casinos, Vegas, any group I'm in. How do I get out of here? I don't think I'm a fatalist. I think I'm a realist. My eyes are open constantly. What is it? Is it a combination of loose gun laws? Yeah. Lousy parenting? Yeah. A massive mental health crisis? In a California alone, we're trying to pass a $6 billion bill on that. I don't know. Can't we just make it harder to get a gun or have very stern background checks? That seems realistic. But I don't want to blame. I just want a solution. And in my life, I'm 95% sure I won't get one. Am I unrealistic? Am I negative? Whenever I do these like uh, brief social commentaries, I like to you know give it a little happy ending, have a solution, wrap a bow around it. But I can't. 49th time we've had a mass shooting this year, and it's February 15th. As I told our driver in Iceland, this is us. All right. Now an awkward pivot to sports. So for the last couple of years, probably three to four, I have been told, not trying to be cynical, nobody wants a cynical sports talk show host, uh, that the Boston Celtics, this is the next dynasty. Well, last night, uh, they won by 50 points. Uh, again, they're number one in the NBA in point differential. In fact, the Celtics have the best record in the NBA. They're almost unbeatable at home, 26-3. and three. They have made the most threes. They have the best rebounding team in the league, and they have the number one net rating on offense. <laughs> they don't do a lot of things poorly. They're a dominant team, especially in the East. In fact, all their perceived rivals in the East have clear holes. Philadelphia's good. I liked them this year. But Embiid just got hurt, and if Joel Embiid's not 100%, you're not beating the Celtics. I like Dame to Milwaukee, but they've already fired one coach. Dame and Giannis doesn't feel like it's a perfect fit, and they are bad defensively. I think the Knicks are a great story. I don't think they're a great team. I think they're limited offensively, and Thibodeau can wear teams out with hard practices and long minutes. The Cavs are young. Their best players, Donovan Mitchell. They're not beating the Celtics. The Celtics are the only team in this league. Top five in scoring, top five in defense. They don't have much of a bench, but either does Denver. If the Celtics do not get, with relative ease, to the NBA Finals and at least take Denver to six or seven, then I am done listening to 
this is what they're going to be. Instead, all shift to this is what they are. There are no excuses. They are 30 and 6 against the East. I've heard promises. They're going to be this. Jason Tatum's the next this. They won by 50 last night. That's hard to do in high school. Almost impossible in college. In the NBA, it doesn't make sense. They're number one in rebounds and threes and point differential. Best home record. Best record overall. They rarely have a clunker. And Jason Tatum's a wonderful kid and plays really, really hard. But man, I'm done listening to what they're going to be. And I want to eventually see what they are. And this is the season with a weakened Eastern Conference where Dame and Giannis really isn't working quite as well as you want, and they're bad defensively, where Joel Embiid got hurt, where the Knicks did not take a huge swing at the trade deadline, the Cavs are too young, and nobody else is really going to challenge them. This has to be the year that they walk through the East, couple of sweeps, get into the finals, and if not win it, take Denver 7. There's no reason they can't. I'd argue Denver's the only team in the league whose best four players are even close to the Celtics' best four players. All right. Um, you know, I don't wade into that social stuff too much on television, do more on my podcasting, but I think it is a, it is a part of our country now. Um, I, 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 I don't know if anybody wants to be a politician. I mean, look who could be our presidential runoff. The private sector now can make you so rich. And let's be honest, with social media, your family gets attacked if you run for a politician political office. I just don't think the best and the brightest end up as our politicians anymore. So I don't know if it's solvable. The homeless situation hasn't been for a decade. The border's a mess, feels like it's getting worse, and gun violence is rampant. 19 states, it'll end up probably being all 50. 49th mass shooting, February 15th. It'll be well over 300. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort, with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. 
Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit Tacovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. You're now entering the No Bull Zone, sponsored by Credible Great Rates, None of the Bull. So the 49ers fired defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes after one season. He took a lot of the criticism. It didn't appear uh, Kyle Shanahan was overjoyed happy in the second half when he had to burn a timeout because he thought Steve Wilkes' defense was aligned too obviously. I think it's more this. Um, the previous two San Francisco defensive coordinators, very intense, rah-rah, motivational, inspirational. Robert Sala, now coach of the Jets, and D'Amico Ryans, now coach of Houston's. Um, Steve Wilkes isn't that. He's much more stoic. San Francisco doesn't run you read complicated schemes. It's that Seahawks cover three. They don't blitz exotically. They just line dudes up. We're better than you. We're going to be aggressive and go after your quarterback. So maybe motivation, game after game after game, Sala, D'Amico Ryans provided that. So there's a couple of things here. Kyle Shanahan is stoic. So San Francisco's probably always going to be better served with somebody on the other side of the ball also on the staff, who's a bit of a yeller and highly intense. If you look at the Rams, Sean McVay, huge energy. Yet his defensive coordinators, a Brandon Staley and a Raheem Morris, are more chill. Dan Campbell in Detroit, he comes out swinging. Press conference, sidelines, yelling at refs. He works very well with Ben Johnson, more cerebral. D'Amico Ryans, again, player, chest out, alpha, big energy. Bobby Slowick, academic, quiet, his offensive coordinator, a former PFF guy. Steve Wilkes, like Shanahan, would rather bury his head in a play sheet. That's who he is. And the best staffs are often a mix. Remember a couple of years ago when Philadelphia got to a Super Bowl, Nick Sariani's yelling at fans, he's yelling at refs, he's yelling at anybody. But Jonathan Gannon and Shane Steichen, very reflective, very chill. Jim Harbaugh's staffs, he provides the intensity. Everybody else is a notch less. Nick Saban, Alabama, older defensive coach, barking constantly. His best coordinators, younger, more chill, Lane Kiffin, Steve Sarkeesian. So Steve Wilkes has gotten a lot of jobs in his career. I never thought this was a great fit. Kyle Shanahan talked about the move to let go of him yesterday. It just ended up not being the right fit. And, you know, it hurt for me to do this, but that's exactly why I had to. But it was just for his background and how it ended up with us, it was just, it wasn't, it was harder than it needed to be. And I felt it would improve us going a different direction. But just where we're going, where we're at with our team, from a scheme standpoint and things like that, looking through it all throughout the year, 
through these last few days. I felt pretty strongly that this was a decision that was best for our organization. Yeah, in that Super Bowl, when Shanahan had to burn a timeout, you could see he wasn't happy. And uh, in the biggest games and the biggest moments, you can't make a big mistake. And it looked like Shanahan thought Steve Wilkes had with his alignment, so they make a move. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. I don't know. It's weird, Colin. A lot of people are trying to play the blame game. Oh, Shanahan loses another Super Bowl, and he fires Wilkes. Like, by the way, Wilkes was an outsider. You know, like you like you pointed out. Like, no question. Tamiko Ryan saw they were inside younger guys who were vibrant. And I'm not knocking Wilkes. He's a little older. He he didn't have a great year. Him and Shanahan no. kind of beefed a few times. I, I think you and I, multiple times on this show, had discussed. Our big concern was Steve Wilkes and this defense. We never worried about that. Brock Purdy, really, even though I don't love him as much as you, I never thought he was a a primary concern. My thing was, oh, when I did my Super Bowl breakdown and I took Kansas City in the under, one of the reasons I said was I thought the staff, Andy Reid and Spags, was absolutely better than Shanahan and Wilkes. And I think Spags is the best defensive coordinator in the league. Wilkes has become sort of a bounce-around-the-league guy. Yeah. Uh, Let's get started here with uh, more Justin Fields scuttlebutt, Colin. We Mm. all know he's on his way out of Chicago. Bears have the number one pick, likely taking Caleb Williams. Well, we have mentioned the Steelers as the favorite to land Justin Fields. Adding to that, Adam Schefter is now reporting. Adam Schefter, okay? There's a guy who, you know, one of the top reporters out there. Says, Mike Tomlin is a big fan of Fields. And to keep that in mind in the coming weeks. Now... He'll we, make the Steelers better well, wait a minute, than wait, wait, Kenny Pickett. Let's not ticket him to Pittsburgh. Uh, you know how the game is played. Agents are leaking stuff. Teams are leaking stuff, trying to drive up price. Everybody knows the Steelers need a quarterback. If I'm at the Bears, I'm definitely pushing it out there. Yep, Steelers and Fields. What are you going to pick? Give me a, oh, a first and a fourth for Fields? Because the Steelers are offering a first and a third. You know, you, you play these games... Colin, we know the Steelers receivers have had issues with quarterbacks, right? Well, they're very passionate guys. Very chirpy. dramatic, very chirpy. You think they're going to work well with Justin Fields, who struggles with completion issues? Yeah, I, I'm telling you, the, the, I would say the name to watch, Russell Wilson. I know you don't love that. No, no, no. I, I, it's not that I don't love that. It's just that Pittsburgh is prone to spend all their money on defense. One of the reasons Tomlin may like him doesn't cost anything yet. Might look at the Steelers right now are going to lead the NFL in defensive spending. The top six or seven teams in offensive spending all have offensive coaches. So when Sean McVay has huge influence, Kyle Shanahan, Stefanski with Andrew Barry, I think Stefanski's won coach of the year twice. These offensive coaches, especially the one winning awards and winning playoff games, they make a lot more than GMs. They have influence. They make work, work with them, but they have influence. And the Steelers' influence is Mike Tomlin, and he likes defense. And if you're, unless Denver's paying all that, because I, I don't have any doubt in my mind that Russell Wilson, with Pittsburgh's roster and defense, wins a bunch of games. Yeah. I have no doubt. I, I think it's a good, and I like Fields, and I think, sure, he could do well. I in don't Pittsburgh. think this is a great fit for him. I, I don't. You, you know the defensive mindset of these defensive coaches. Don't hey, turn look. it over. Fields turns it over. Just can take the layups. Fields can struggle with the layups. He tends to lean toward the uh, uh, spectacular, which is fine if you're completing 67% of your throws like Patrick Mahomes. 
but Fields completes closer to 59 to 60 and really leans into the spectacular. And so I, I don't think it just I think he would make Pittsburgh better, and that's probably all they care about. But I think Russell Wilson's a better fit. And I think for Justin Fields, I'd like to see him get an offensive culture. Because I do think there's something there. I don't know what it is. But Chicago and Pittsburgh, I mean, are there two more defensive-driven brands in the league in the last 50 years than the Bears and the Steelers? So let's take a kid who needs refinement. Don't put him in those places. Go go give him to somebody offensively that can tweak him. Yeah. I, I like the idea of Atlanta. We've kicked that around uh, indoors for fields. Um, I don't know that I'd rule out Seattle yet. What do you think about the seat? What do you think they're looking at at quarterback? I would be shocked if Seattle doesn't take a quarterback in the first round. I, I look at these mock drafts last night, just fascinating. And... Um, I, I, I listen. I think the people who do these mock drafts, much respect. If they do, I mean, Peter Schrager will do all seven rounds by the end of it. So Seriously? I have much respect. <laughs> but I do not agree. Man, I I look at a lot of these mock drafts, and there's outside of the top four or five picks. Once you get to about six on, I just don't agree with any of what people are saying is going to happen. So you know, I my kids are in youth sports, and one of the lines is. Nothing in youth sports matters before puberty, right? It just doesn't matter because people grow and they get bigger and faster, stronger. Nothing really matters in the draft process until the combine. That's where everybody meets, everybody coalesces, everybody's hanging out at the bars. And that's when you start to really, I think, get refinement with some of these mock drafts. Now, Mike McDonald in Baltimore, of course, every day at practice saw Lamar Jackson. So he's the new Seahawks coach. He may be very attracted to the options you can do when you have a hypermobile quarterback. He may look at fields and think he's a little bit bigger than Lamar Jackson. He arguably has a better arm. I don't think he's quite as twitchy, but I he he may look at Justin Fields and think this is a gem. Yeah. He he he's he just hasn't had the right coaching. And remember, Seattle's got Noah Fant, two good backs, uh, DK Metcalf, Metcalf uh, Smith and Jigba, the kid from Ohio State, yeah. Tyler Lockett. So. It's Justin Fields would be going to Seattle, and the weather's not Chicago. It gets wet. It's not that cold. It would actually be a weather upgrade. Justin Fields to Seattle is not a terrible idea. And think about the road games. Arizona, San Francisco, LA. like the Rams. Like yeah. th- those aren't terrible weather games. That's a great point. Uh, next up, we talked about this a little bit this week. Um, Brandon Ayuk and the Niners. I-, I don't know what's going on there, but he put out a cryptic stuff on Instagram about seeming unhappy his brother his girlfriend also echoed their uh brandon sentiments so he's entering the final year of his rookie deal there's a belief he could be a trade candidate if the niners can't lock him up to a long-term deal here is Ayuk on his upcoming free agency is there a certain message that you want to get out there as you kind of enter this offseason and there might be contract talks is your hope to remain with the 49ers moving forward? If that's the right move, yeah. What would that right move look like for you? Being a champion? Yeah, he seems a little aloof there. I think he's positioning for a payday elsewhere. Well, you know when your quarterback can't get you the ball. Oh, come on. No, no, come on what? You saying IU $25 million a year? C.D. Lamb complained about Dak. Can't get me the ball. When when family members and players start complaining, they never complain about Mahomes or Brady or Peyton Manning. 
Well, Ra- Rasheed Rice in the Super Bowl was unhappy, and Mahomes had to put him in his place. Um, <laughs> for a moment. <laughs> yes, for a moment. I don't know, man. These, he's, these, he's a good player. If I can, if I can get some draft picks for Ayuk, I'm doing it. I'm sorry. I like him. I know he's really, really talented. I just, I don't need this headache. There's I don't no want to pay him 25 There's million a no year. There's no way. If I'm San Francisco, I let him go. Kittle, I'd move. Up. First of all, Kittle, Debo, get hurt a lot. Both get hurt a lot. McCaffrey is a workhorse. You can't keep asking him 17 times a year to 20 to keep getting 150 yards. You can only ask so much of McCaffrey. There's people I'd move off of of San Francisco. Ayuk is not one of them. Okay. We saw the offensive line struggle. Remember, they lost McGlinchey. No, they have to upgrade that in the draft. What would you in the draft? You could could start a rookie right tackle, well, right guard. You. You can. It's just not, the, kid, the Rams in the second round got a guard. He's outstanding. Yeah, Tank Dell was outstanding for the Texans. Puka Nakua, outstanding. Zay Flowers, outstanding. You can find receivers, man. I know Ayuk is good. Not a lot of Brandon Ayuk's in this draft. Not a lot of them. It's All right, pretty- final story is the NBA. Listen, this expansion chatter is starting to heat up. Um, it looks like they're going to add two teams at the end of its nine-year media rights deal in 2025, Adam Silver says Vegas is definitely a candidate, with the others being Seattle, Nashville, Vancouver, and Montreal reportedly is in the mix. <laughs> um, we all know LeBron has said many times he would love to get in on well, a Vegas, Vegas franchise. Vegas makes a lot of sense. Vegas does, but the other ca- – Montreal? I don't know. There's a lot of Canadian basketball it, players. Montreal down, but- has a very lively nightlife, and I'll leave it at that. It does. If I was an NBA player, I'd sign. If I was a young single NBA player, I'd sign up for Montreal over Seattle. And I'm from Seattle. But I'm saying if I've. Listen, they tried Vancouver. That didn't work, but it was too geographically isolated. That's always been the knock on Seattle. Why why not go to Quebec if you're you're doing. Well, because I'm just saying Montreal has a reputation as quite a fun town if you have the right guide. Yeah, if you're over 18. Um, By the way, Dan Patrick said this morning he heard that the buy in rate for a Vegas team is $5 billion. So I, I happen to look up the valuations of teams. Vegas selling for $5 billion. Would put them among the top five franchise valuations in the league. I think five billion is a little steep for an NBA franchise. Um, five billion? Well, you know, th- this is a really interesting discussion because I've said this before. Whenever I see Forbes gives their valuation, that's where I'm getting the valuation. And I always just roll my eyes. The Cowboys are worth whatever a billionaire wants to pay. If if the market, the stock market, you know, a lot of the global wealth in the world is in our stock market because there's more stability than other markets. Um, the Suns just sold for $4 billion. You don't think the Cowboys can sell for 15 Have you looked at the Super Bowl ratings? And then people say, the Cowboys are valued at $9 billion. $9 billion. There's people sitting in the mid- Middle East on oil money. You don't think they go to the NFL for $12 billion? NFL may not let them in. Well, the, the, the Suns to- sold for $4 billion. Phoenix. In, in a market, Phoenix which is small business, but not a big, large Fortune 500 company market. If the Suns are selling for four, the Knicks are worth 14. Give me a break. 14. I'm just telling you, these valuations are always lower. When the Clippers sold for $2 billion to Steve Ballmer, I think Ballmer cashed out Microsoft, bought it cash. So I don't think he had a note. And people were like, whoa, and I'm like, he stole it. If you're not selling it, you just buy a team and you stay in it forever. The, the Clippers today, are, with this new arena, are going to be worth $8 billion. The, where in the world can you put money in global wealth? You don't know what companies on, this, on the Dow Jones are going to be around. The Red Sox aren't going anywhere. 
Manchester United's not going anywhere. The Lakers, the Cowboys, the Steelers, the only thing you can put your money in in the world that will be there forever and continue probably to grow, could plateau but grow, sports teams. Yeah. The, the That's right, it. The, the TV rights deal is going to be interesting for the NBA. There's a lot of talk about maybe they're not going to get what they had previously. They want $75 billion. There's, I don't think they're getting it. But it's content and everybody needs it. You have, to be, you have to be very careful, though, of just selling it to the streamers. And I'll give you an example. So the MLS, I, I'm, not, I'm not somebody that stays up to watch every game, but I would watch a dozen games in the summer over the course of a season. If it was on, I would watch it. Yeah. And then they took the Apple money and went behind a paywall. You know how many times I watched them this year? Once you go behind a paywall to a streamer, you lose all those incidental, casual viewers, and nobody talks MLS. Now, they got the bag, what? but it would be like if I went behind a paywall for $9 a month and a company like an Amazon bought me. I'd make a lot of money. I'd lose 90% of my audience. Oh, come You on. can't the, the pay this. MLS said, we're going to take the streamer money. Where are their well, games? time out. Hold on. They got, either they got lucky or they knew Messi was coming. Because... I would watch occasionally MLS. I'm more of a Liga MX guy. Yeah. But I did get the Apple package to watch Messi. And I know a lot of people did. All the right. numbers are through the through the roof. But I'm more of, I, ten, I tell you, outside of the NFL, college football, you know, like I, I tend to be somebody that sprinkles the infield. I watch a little of a little of whatever's accessible. I've got my Fubo on my phone. I've got the major networks, cable, Amazon. MLS, my viewership went down 80%. Now, maybe I'll buy into Apple this year. Maybe they'll have a show. They've got that new show on the dynasty of the Patriots. That yeah. may suck me in, original yeah. comp programming. Have you seen Ted Lasso? I watched five episodes. I didn't get it. I mean, I got it, but it bored me. It was too nice. I, I need dark. I need I need edgy. You're, you're a nice guy. I got a you dark side. You gotta watch Ted Lasso. I watched five episodes. Shows. It never rained in England. I'm like, this is not realistic. Okay, My mom's so from England. If, it rains every day. If you want dark, the new True Detective season. Will... I'm watching it. I, I'm Holy one more cow. episode. Yeah, that's dark. Ooh. And I like, you I like know, go to bed Ryan, like... you guys know. I like uh, Mindhunter is my favorite show ever. I've Silence of the Lambs my favorite movie ever. I got no time for driving Miss Daisy. I, How about I just Jack don't have... Reacher fighting violence. Jack Reacher? I don't not, not I'm not into violence. I'm into the psychological stuff. I don't I don't need violence. I like psychological thrillers. I like True Detective, Find the Bad Guy. Ted Lasso was sweet. It was kind. I like puzzles. Ted Lasso some smart stuff, dude. You got to watch. Can Very you give her another thoughtful. chance? I, I'm not anti-Ted Lasso. It just didn't pull me out. Five episodes. It's in England. It's always sunny. Seacrest out. If you told me we could get five guests on here, Jason Sudeikis would be one of the five I would say get on the couch. I'm, that guy's super interesting. Big fan. If I was a Hollywood reporter, I would agree. I do sports here. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Live People always news. get mad when you don't like what they like. I could give a rip if you don't like what I like. Mindhunter's my favorite show. Don't watch it. I don't care. I don't need you to validate my, my love of something. I drink every morning a green shake. And my kids always say, Dad, you're drinking the lawn. It's awful. And I'm like, well, then don't drink it. I love it. I don't like, you know, sitting down eating bowls of peas. So I like to get my vegetables out of the way in the morning. I don't know why everybody needs me to like what you like. I watched Ted Lasso. It didn't do it. It was fine. I like Jason Sudeikis. I think he's talented. It was fine. It didn't move me. Narcos, Narcos Mexico, Sopranos, Goodfellas, anything with uh, Martin Scorsese, I'm all in. Tom Cruise, hey, that's not a movie. That really happened. Mission Impossible is a documentary. They label it as a movie. That's a documentary. Did Mission Impossible move you? It does. 
<laughs> I like Mission Impossible. I don't need you to like, I like it. No, I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I watched uh, Jason Bourne. I told you that my Matt, oh, yeah. my Matt Damon Jason Bourne story. So my wife, is she loves all this stuff. So Jason Bourne. So I take her to a UFC fight. I call Dana White. Can you get me good tickets, Dana? I don't do that a lot, but Anne's going. And Anne's like, she kind of likes the event. Cocktail, dress up. And so we show up, and Matt Damon is there in front of us with a Red Sox hat on. And I don't know Matt well. I've met him a couple of times. Very, very nice. By Hollywood standards, he's like super nice guy. And my wife sees him and goes and just blurts it out, Jason Bourne! And Matt Damon turns to me and I'm like, I'm sorry. Didn't, I, I didn't. She, does, she doesn't know. So it's like, you know, I, 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 I'm not really into the Hollywood thing. You want a little bit of a reveal? My brother and I think we could be like a Jason Bourne type guy. Oh like just super know what's going on. And you can like barely figure out battle. the parking lot here. You think you can be Jason? Also true. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I just love the, the Jason Bourne stuff. Yeah, it's right. great. So, and I like mine, huh? By the way, I watched a good movie last night called The Covenant, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Have you heard of it? Yeah. I like Jake Gyllenhaal. Really, a lot. it's good. Again, he's a guy that gets into mysteries. He's got a lot of good movies. Well, yeah. be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes, and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. 
Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. It's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The biggest day in racing just got bigger as Grand Marshal Dwayne The Rock Johnson will kick off the Daytona 500. The Great American Race returns Sunday at 2.30 Eastern only on Fox. I always thought it was interesting. Forever and ever, we talked about Joe Montana as the greatest quarterback, and then all of a sudden, Tom Brady won his fifth ring, and the next day it was decided Tom was the GOAT. There's been some debate on whether Mahomes is now it or inching closer to Tom. I read a Yahoo Sports story this morning, and the headline is, with Mahomes versus Brady, the NFL has its own Jordan versus LeBron debate, and I completely disagree. It's not the same at all. Let's start with Michael Jordan. He has fans that have an intractable opinion. It's perfection, six for six. They tend to forget he did come back off of baseball, got beat by, I think, Orlando in the playoffs. They forget he retired twice and wasn't really good at baseball. They forget the years he didn't do squat, couldn't beat the Celtics or Pistons, and really never won big until Scottie Pippen. But Jordan had stuff that was important, like mystique and style and alpha and shoes and flair. And that is a force field that is impenetrable. LeBron, more finals, more points, more everything. Wins the longevity bet. But he doesn't have as much style. And there really is no mystique. We knew about him in high school. Tom Brady, though, isn't 6 for 6. He's not MJ. He lost three Super Bowls. One to Nick Foles. Two to Eli Manning. He didn't have a lot of mystique. We know his whole story. Michigan couldn't start found a starting role after Bledsoe's injured, and had the best coach at the time ever. But Tom's more of a longevity argument, and that's what LeBron is. I don't have a problem calling LeBron or Brady the GOAT. I really don't. But in the football case, it's actually the chaser, Mahomes, that has the mystique. How come he didn't have a winning record in college? He's got the flair, and he's got the style. So the minute Mahomes gets another couple of rings, people will flip immediately to Mahomes as the greatest if he can get there. Just like they flipped off Montana, who again, not a lot of mystique. Notre Dame won games. We watched him. Walsh, Montana, West Coast offense, not a lot of mystery. Style and flair and mystery is enormously impactful in these all-time debates. 
Longevity isn't. The greatest baseball pitcher of all time. You ask baseball people, Sandy Koufax, a very brief career. The best actor, many say James Dean, died early. Could be Kurt Cobain, Jim Morrison, these rocket ships of talent that don't last long. There is something about that that's more attractive, more appealing to people than just doing masonry year after year of winning, team after team, year after year, coordinator after coordinator, and Super Bowl or NBA final appearance after another. So I do think Mahomes, with two more, maybe one, people will move on. You can't fool people's eyes. Michael Jordan, at least offensively, looked greater than LeBron. More magnificent, more vertical, bigger hands, more hang time, more amazing shots. That's what it looked like to me. LeBron's bigger, stronger, more of a freight train. And again, Mahomes, the sidearm throws, the mobility, left-handed throws. My eyes don't fool me. That looks like the best quarterback I've ever seen. But in LeBron's case, probably needs a couple more titles to even get close to some of those MJ fans. And Mahomes probably needs to at least to get close to Brady. Um, Jimmy Johnson, top of the hour, stops by. Um, I, so I was, last night, as I'm prone to do, once the NFL season ends, I, I kind of go down the rabbit hole of uh, mock drafts, and it's really interesting. So Bucky Brooks, a guy I respect, he's a former NFL scout, now an analyst, he has his top five quarterback draft prospects. So... Caleb Williams, one, for our radio audience. Jaden Daniels, two. Drake May, three. Michael Penix, four. J.J. McCarthy, Michigan, five. He does not have Bo Nix anywhere. And I was thinking about this last night. Every year, we've got about four to five quarterbacks who are viewed as first-round quarterbacks. And usually, you have a sense of sort of tiers. First two guys, best prospects, a little bigger. Next two guys, limitations, pretty good, one in college. And then a guy at the bottom that stylistically may not feel like the classic pro, Lamar Jackson, but may end up being that. But it's really interesting because I have two executives in the NFL that don't get J.J. McCarthy at all. Just don't see it. And Bucky Brooks liked him. Multiple people have told uh, Jason McIntyre they like him. Jim Harbaugh says he should be a number one pick. Maybe that's a Michigan thing. But J.J. McCarthy, polarizing. I know a GM that loves Bo Nix. I know two coaches that do. Bucky Brooks doesn't have him in his top five as a former scout. Drake May is viewed as good but inconsistent. Jaden Daniels, talented, productive, but a little thin in terms of frame. Bo Nix, lower ceiling. Michael Penix, injuries. The only thing everybody can agree on is Caleb Williams is really really talented, the USC kid. Now, Merrill Hodge says it's not going to translate. Other people, Matt Miller, somebody I respect, says, man, he doesn't take the layups. It's always spectacular. I think that's a legitimate criticism. But here's what it's starting to remind me of. And I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Is that go back to the 2021 draft class. There was one quarterback like Caleb Williams, that was understood, he's pretty good. He was the best quarterback for five years. That was Trevor Lawrence at Clemson. And Trevor's been pretty good. Not as good as we thought, but pretty good. That's certainly capable for Caleb Williams. If he goes to the Bears, he's not as good as we thought. And then the next four 
I was told there was a guy with a low ceiling but would work. Mac Jones. Is he Bo Nix? I was told there a guy that played at a small school and, uh, I don't know, Trey Lance, he moves really well. I keep hearing about J.J. McCarthy. He moves really well. Zach Wilson. What an arm. Is that Michael Penix? What an arm. Go back to the 2021 class. It was Trevor Lawrence. Trey Lance got hype. Zach Wilson got hype. Justin Fields was thought of as a next-level athlete. And Mac Jones. One kind of hit. Four dubious starts. So I think this class is better, but I've got to be honest, as I sat and went back to 2021, this class, which I've hyped up, one guy that does feel different, Trevor Lawrence, Caleb Williams. One guy goes to Jacksonville, one guy's going to Chicago. It's kind of a cross-your-finger situation, franchise-wise. Drake May, like him, really inconsistent. Jaden Daniels, a lot of big numbers against bad schools. Bo Nix, what's the ceiling? Joel Klatt's mock draft. So he's got Caleb one, Drake two, Jaden three. He has Bo Nix fourth. He's got Penix bottom of the first round and McCarthy the fifth best quarterback. So this is starting to look like 2021. A lot of hype. One guy with a lower ceiling, one guy with a great arm, a couple guys that are great athletes. One quarterback we all acknowledge does appear to be more productive on a consistent basis. Trevor Lawrence and Caleb Williams. My opinion, all this makes me think, you know what it really makes me think? Is that all of them are going to be completely dependent on where they land. Trevor Lawrence lands with the Chiefs. He's better than he is now with Jacksonville. Caleb lands with the Rams better than he would be with the Bears. Is that I think Trevor and Caleb are good enough to overcome enough stuff to be semi-viable. Good careers, not spectacular. But I start looking at all these guys, boy, it feels a lot like 2021. Just didn't go to the right place. Mac Jones, we thought it was right, ended up being a disaster. Belichick aged, allergic to offense. Justin Fields, Bears can't figure it out. Trey Lance, Brock Purdy was better. And he wasn't quite as accurate as they thought. Yeah, that's the weird one. Trey Lance landed where you'd think he would thrive with Shanahan, right? What happened? Mac Jones, what? you'd think he would thrive with Belichick. Eh, defensive guy? I don't know. Um, I like what Clad has with uh, Penix to Miami. Remember, I've been telling you about that. Yeah. Um, that would be a slam dunk. The interesting thing with McCarthy, and again, <sighs> it's not what you are. It's what you can be. Forget about what he threw in for 156 yards against Indiana or whoever. Who cares about that stuff? It's about the traits and the potential for what you can be with a real coach. Now, I know Zach Wilson. Jason, Zach Wilson's got all the traits. He can make any throw. I mean, look at look at the guys he was with. I didn't uh, buy him. The staff. I mean, I if, if Zach Wilson goes I'm to, trying to think McVay. The, I'm tr trying uh, to think uh, of the last quarterback I didn't buy. I didn't buy Johnny Manziel at all. I did not buy Zach Wilson at all. I don't buy J.J. McCarthy Did you buy Josh Rosen? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Did you buy Josh Allen? No, I'm not saying. Uh, well, every I, I didn't. I watched him play twice. He was awful. But all the NFL yeah. people I talked to were like, "This kid's going to be great." So a lot of it's just what people tell me. I mean, my the scout guys and the executives. I listen to them. They do it constantly. But it's you start looking at these mock drafts. It feels like the 2021 class a yeah. lot.
A uh, well, lot. The guy I'm going to keep asking you about, and hopefully you'll ask a guest about him, is, is Sam Hartman from Notre Dame. He I don't was get it. Chucking and ducking at Wake Forest. 35 touchdowns a year, setting records. I'll tell you right Notre now. Dame, game manager. I'm Sorry. just the backup. Okay. Uh, Brock Purdy, up. last pick in the draft. Russell Wilson, mid round pick. Brock Purdy moves better. Dak Prescott, mid round pick. Okay. Just remember the name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's not Sam Hartman. It's not that hard to remember. Yeah. It's not hyphenated or anything. It's pretty easy. <laughs> Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.